Welcome to episode 26 of the Credit Card BS Podcast. My name is Sean. I'm the UC Berkeley graduate that created and taught the university-sponsored course on credit card rewards. I'm here today with my co-host, Sherwin. Hi, everyone. I'm Sherwin. I'm a Stanford student who's really into the credit cards, points, miles, travel, hobby. Got into this about a year and a half to two years ago. Since then, I've accumulated a bunch of points and gone on a lot of cool trips with my family. I'm super happy to join Sean today to talk about credit card rewards. Now, uh, as you know, the name of this podcast is Credit Card BS, BNS being the initials Sean and I attend respectively, Berkeley and Stanford. But as normal, we've put aside our differences today to talk about credit card rewards and travel. So today's episode is rental car hacks. Yes. So we talk a lot about airlines and hotel programs, right? How to stay in the nicest places, how to get the best seats on the plane. A very important part of your trip still, depending on where you're going, may be the rental car. If you're going to a more suburban type place, if you're not going to a big city, if you're going somewhere where you want to drive, you want to go see the nature, having a rental car is something you're going to have to do. And to be honest, this is a very kind of murky space. There's a lot of different rental car companies. There's a lot of different you know types of fees they try to tack on there. And so there's ways we can optimize this to where we can make our experience renting cars become much better using credit card rewards and where we can get better cars using less money and overall just have a better experience with less time. So the first thing we're going to talk about is CDW. So that's collision damage waiver. So when you rent a car from most of these companies, they will try to get you to buy their insurance, their collision damage waiver insurance. Basically, you know, if you get in a car accident or if you, you know, damage the car a little bit, it's insurance to cover that so it doesn't hit you. But honestly, if you play the credit card game and if you have nice credit cards, you don't need to pay that. So, Sherwin, do you want to talk about the difference between primary versus secondary CDW? Because different credit cards, you know, claim they offer rental car insurance, but you got to be careful because there's one type that's a lot better than the other. Yes. So you got to really pay attention to your credit card's terms on what auto rental collision damage waiver type they offer. So some cards will offer what's called secondary CDW. That means that you have to go through whatever other insurance first and then whatever they don't pay, then the credit card covers it. But that's not really what we want. We want primary CDW. That is the credit card will serve as the primary uh, collision damage waiver insurance. Okay, so got to be really careful of that distinction. So a um, couple cards that have primary include the Chase Sapphire Preferred, Chase Sapphire Reserve, um, the Capital One Venture X, the U.S. Bank Altitude Reserve, and even the built MasterCard all have primary CDW. Um, you know, if you if you just want something with a low annual fee, Sapphire Preferred is probably your best bet out of these. Um, the built card is also could be a good option if you don't even want an annual fee. And then there are other cards that have only secondary insurance, such as the American Express Platinum, which I, to this day I still find surprising considering how high-end of a card it is. It actually does not have primary CDW. Um, City also has dropped many of their travel protections, including CDW, from most of their travel cards. But I think the one exception right now is their new high-end AA card that's like 500 or so dollars. That one, I think they brought it back. But yes, make sure you have the primary CDW rather than the secondary CDW to um, to make sure you don't run any issues later on if you end up having to use it. Um, Sean, do you have any thoughts on these options? No, I, yeah, I think that's all very good advice. I will note on the Amex Platinum, 
you can purchase primary directly with American Express, like his own insurance. It's like $42 for like, I think it's a 30-day period or something like that for their premium, basically primary CDW. Now, of course, free CDW is going to be better than paying for it, but it is important to note because let's say you have an Amex Platinum and you don't have any of the other cards, you know, that have primary CDW. It would likely be cheaper to get American Express's CDW than it would be with the rental car company directly because the rental car companies pretty much rip you off. And the reason it's so important to have primary, as you said, is when secondary, it you know, it's if your insurance, you don't want your insurance to cover it, your you know normal car insurance because then your rates may go up. And that's what's so good about primary is that because the credit card com- companies cover it first, your insurance doesn't even have to see it or know about it and it won't it, you know impact you. And the other thing is you should be careful is with business cards. So if you are using, let's say you have a business card that has primary CDW as a lot of the premium ones might have it. It may only include it for business purposes. So if you're going on a vacation to Hawaii with your family and you rent a car with a business credit card and then you get in a car accident and you try to invoke that CDW, they're going to ask you, was this a trip for business purposes? And I don't know what kind of verification they may require on that, but be careful because if you say, no, I was just hanging out with my family in Hawaii, instant denial for that. Now you have no CDW and it's going straight to your insurance or out of pocket. So if you're using a business card, you know, read the terms, make sure you would be able to reasonably justify that it was for a business purpose, because otherwise you may be out of luck. Uh, in all cases, just use a personal card so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, from what I've seen, they typically do ask you to provide proof that you are renting for business purposes as an element of your claim. So just assume that you'll need to prove it if you're going to do it. Um, okay, is there anything else for CDW? Should we move on to next hack? I think that's really it for CDW. Yeah, let's move on to corporate discounts. So you know more about this than I do. And I personally haven't ventured too much into the world of corporate discounts, but they seem to be pretty lucrative. Right. I think the only generalized um, thing I can say is definitely check if you work for like a company that has different types of benefits, including travel benefits, check if they have um, coupon codes or discount codes for these various rental companies uh, you might be surprised how much money um, you can save i personally have saved a lot of money uh, using codes at places i've worked at um, and also us do assume that they will check for verification when you rent the car so make sure you bring something to show that you're an employee of that company um, you know they may not always check but um, you're supposed to check so definitely be prepared for that but generally these discounts can be pretty pretty massive depending on what rates your company has negotiated but um all i can say is if you work for a company that might have these benefits definitely check them out play around with the code see if you can get better rates yeah there's also even if you don't work for a company that has their own corporate code there are still discounts that you may be eligible for with certain memberships so for example maybe an aarp membership a triple a membership they can have certain codes so one i use is the triple a code so because I have a AAA membership, I have a discount code for Hertz. And, you know, the, the discount really isn't anything. But what's valuable about it to me is that I'm under 25 and all these rental car companies will charge me normally an additional fee because I'm a young driver. And it will be a really like something I really don't want to pay. Like it does add up to a, a pretty significant cost. But with the AAA code, I get to waive that fee. And so that's a huge benefit to me. If you have the MX Platinum, you also get a Hertz code. It's like... uh 
think you get like 4 p.m. You you get like an extra four hours of the car. So normally if it was like, you know, you were going to pick it up at noon, you'd have to return it at noon to get, you know, the full one day without being charged a second day. But like with the MX Platinum code, you get it, you could do it till, you know, pick up at noon and return it at four. And then you also get like a car upgrade and some other things. So depending on the memberships you have, you may have access to other discount codes that don't require you to, you know, be an employee of a certain company. And those can be great as well because those are very easy to get and they can actually add up to a huge discount. With my AAA code, I've, you know, easily saved 100 to $200 at least on my rentals just by not having to pay the young driver fee. So that's like really important. Make sure to check that. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I think I should add a lot of these corporate codes as well, not only give you discounts, but they might also confer additional benefits. So again, check your company's policies. They can be quite valuable. I guess we should move on to the final topic, which is car rental status. Now, I personally don't think car rental status is as glamorous or useful as like airline uh, status or hotel status, which can confer a lot of valuable benefits, but still can be useful in some cases. And uh, we're only going to focus on earning um, or obtaining status through credit cards rather than through like normal spend or loyalty to the company. So as a base, um, the Chase Sapphire Reserve and the U.S. Bank Altitude Reserve come with National Emerald Club Executive status, as well as Avis Preferred Plus. Um, now, the two better cards for car rental status are the American Express Platinum and Venture X. Not only do they include those two statuses, um, National Emerald Club Executive and Avis Preferred Plus, but they also come with Hertz's top-level status, if I remember correctly, which is President's Circle. So, Sean, what types of... Um, benefits can one expect from having status? I know they all slightly vary company to company, but generally what kind of benefits might you get from having these statuses? Yes, it really does depend one on the the company, as you said, but two, also the airport you're picking up from. So for example, with Hertz President Circle, so this is the one I've used mainly because it's their top level public status. They have an invite only status that's technically higher, but their top level public status is Hertz President Circle. And what that really gives you is that at a lot of these airports, they will have a dedicated president circle lot. So if you rent a mid-sized car or higher tier, you will be able to just go to the president circle lot. You can still get the car you rented if you want, but you can just go to the president circle lot and pick out any car that's sitting in the lot. And that's great for a few reasons. One, I don't have to go to the counter and, you know, wait for, you know, an hour while the other people are in line and, and do all this paperwork. I literally just pick, get, the, get in the car I want, take the keys, drive to the gate, hand on my license, I'm gone, right? So that's really, that's one thing that's really nice. But two is in these, you know, specialty lots, you'll find nicer cars. So like maybe you just rented a standard midsize sedan, but then you go find this nice big leather seats SUV. Or you find, I was, remember I saw a BMW and a Jaguar in the lot. And I didn't end up taking that one in SUV, but that's another example of something that would have been, you know, could have been really nice. I rented a very cheap car and I got a much nicer car. And so it really does depend on the, the program in the airports, because if you're going to like a smaller, more regional pickup location in like a small city or something, then they're, they're not going to have this massive selection of cars, right? But if you're going to a uh, airport that has a massive center for these things, then you're much more likely to have some really cool cars in their specialty lots. And so that's what's going to be really cool. So for me, the ones I find the most useful, I like the ones where it's not just simply a, like a one category or two category upgrade. I like when they have the dedicated lot for the elite members because then it, for me it's kind of fun it's like a little bit of a gamble like okay am i gonna get some really nice car are they gonna you know they're gonna have a really like a nice bmw or mercedes in there or something 
or a big fancy SUV. Uh, it, and so, it, yeah, it depends on the program. I know, so Avis Preferred Plus, I don't think is, the. it's like not nearly their highest tier. Emerald Club Executive, is that their highest tier? Or is that their second highest tier? Do you remember off the top I'm of your head? I'm honestly not exactly sure, unfortunately. Yeah, to be to be honest, you're like I'm, my knowledge in the rental car area is much lower than these other ones because I don't rent cars that often. But for me, President Circle of Hertz has worked out pretty well. I will say, as a as a little warning, your first rental as a President Circle member, even after you match the status via one of the credit cards, you don't actually get President Circle benefits. Uh, at least officially, or at least like you don't get to go to the lot. You still have to go to the counter the first time. They still may let you pick from the lot, but you have to go to the counter the very first time you're renting as a President Circle member. So, but every subsequent time, then you can just go straight to the lot. You don't have to go to the counter. And I got to say, like when I did that, oh my, it's just so nice not having to go to the counter because you don't have to deal with any paperwork or this, or what if there's a line, right? Especially if there's like a big flight that just got off. You just get in the car, drive to the gate, hand them a credit card and a license, and you're gone. So President Circle has been the best for me just because it's the top tier. Uh, you can also status match to other ones. So Sherwin, do you have any experience status matching of these, or should I explain how it works? I don't have any personal experience, but from what I know, if you have basically status from one company, and these are official processes, by the way, they're not some kind of backdoor. Like if you have a status from one company, you can kind of sh- show another company, hey, I have to status from this other company, can you give me your top status? And oftentimes they'll give it to you because they want to incentivize you to, to come over um, to like sort of switch loyalty. Exactly, yeah. And so the way to do this is, so like you know, the MX Platt gives National Club Executive, which I don't know if is their top or whatever, but Hertz President Circle is their top. So what you can do is you can take that Hertz President Circle status, show it to a bunch of other rental car companies. Maybe Hertz isn't your preferred one. Uh, maybe national is, maybe a different one is, and you show them your Hertz President Circle, and they will usually give you their top tier. Now, it depends on the program. So, like, I know Avis does not do that, for example, but a lot of them will give you their top tier if you show them another top tier. So, when the Amex Plat only provides, you know, mid-level status for one, not really, because if you take the Hertz President Circle, you can get top tier status still. So, it depends on the time you're doing this, depends on the program. A good website for this is statusmatcher.com. So if you go there, you can actually look at each rental car company and you can see data points people have submitted of what status they're able to get with, you know, another rental car status. So that's a really, really good resource to be able to figure out, like, what are you able to match to? So don't just settle with the status that your card is giving you. If you want to use a different company, use your the highest status that your card gives you and then use that to match into other statuses. Yeah, I think that's a really good tip. Um, Sean, did you have anything else to add or should we wrap up for today? Yeah, I really think that's that's everything for today. So if you've enjoyed, this is a shorter episode. I are trying out a shorter format here. But if you've enjoyed today's episode, check out the uh, Discord link at the top link in the description to connect with an elite group of award travelers. You will learn so much. It's 100% for free. We'll post deal alerts, award dumps, everything you need to know. You'll learn a ton. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to like and subscribe. It helps with the YouTube algorithm a ton. We're almost at 1,000 subscribers. Yeah, thank you so much and goodbye.